0: In three, two, one. Yeah, my I'm Hey, welcome back to a summer fresh session here on the weekday. I We're am in back. Episode seventy something. We have to my right, your left of the screen,
1: Mr. Michael. Mage. I don't love. I don't love what you're doing right now. I don't love it. <laughs> wow. I don't hate it. That I defeated
2: just, face. I nice. just
1: don't love it. I. I'm back. You guys decided to do an episode without me, and I
0: didn't decide to. It was on the calendar. No, you're 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 the one that decided to take a week off.
1: No, you knew. You knew.
0: I feel kind of. I feel like you ditched us. Thank you, Justin.
1: Mm -mm. I mean, I. We
0: were literally recorded two episodes. While <laughs> you
1: were gone. They were so good. <laughs> you recorded it twice.
0: But hey, the second one it was cut. It was concise. It would like we <laughs> we got right to it. Yeah, we knew what we were saying. There was a whole
1: lot of energy. Do we need failure. to triple check things right now just to make sure everything?
0: Um, I mean, all microphones are up and working. No, Great. What's, the fun, awesome. yeah, what's the fun in that? Yeah. What's the fun in that? Let's just
1: do it more than once. Okay. Always.
0: Cool. <laughs> Welcome to Bay Hope Church. where excellence is our key uh, <laughs> and our motto. Hey, uh, we thank you so much for joining us here on episode 70 something of the weekday we hit we're into the 70s
1: in the 70s which
0: is nuts. So spazzo um mike how was your vacation
1: fort wordleness (laughs) 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 that's what caleb for the longest time he couldn't he couldn't say wilderness so it was fort wordless
0: does he play wordle is he active active wordler
1: uh no Okay, Maybe it could be. Um, I feel like he'd get frustrated and throw a phone or something. Probably, yeah. It was great. You know, going on vacation... Why don't you describe
0: what Fort Wilderness is for those that have never been to Disney World?
1: No. Cool. (laughs) Google (laughs) it. Look it up.
0: Look it up. Bing it.
1: Um, No, Fort Wilderness... (laughs) (laughs) Fort Wilderness is... Hold on. Did you
0: know if you (sighs) search enough stuff on Bing, they give you Microsoft points and you can buy Microsoft... like Xbox Live, Game Pass stuff, if you Google, if you, no, Bing. Nope. If you Bing and search enough stuff, <laughs> they give you credit for the Microsoft Store. How crazy is that? Because
1: they're so desperate. Did you know that Google owns over, or it's 90 over, something percent yeah, of over the, 90% of searches yep. are on Google? Yep. That's, that's a combination between YouTube and yeah, Google. It's insane. It's hysterical. So Fort Wilderness is Fort Wilderness, and it's the campground at Disney, and at Disney World, like on the Disney World property. And Kristen and her family have been going there for almost 50 years now. Whoa, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, every it's year? Like 45 years, almost every every year. Wow. Yeah. And so like it opened in 71 or something. And I mean, I think the first time they went was 77 or wow. 78. Wow, yeah. that's
0: amazing. Kristen was not alive at that point. She was
1: not at that point. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they have a much more... They have a uh, history with there. And I, I went a long time ago, maybe like 2004 with them because Chris and I have been together forever. And wrong. And us growing up camping, you know, the, the camping that I knew was in North Michigan. and Like woods everywhere. Yeah. You, I mean, it was still State Park and still it wasn't like completely desolate, but it was not Disney. Nope. And so I was in my young age was rebelling against this isn't camping. But now that I have kids... I was like, this is great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you pull a trailer? How, what did you do?
1: Rent a no, trailer? we rented a trailer. Yeah. yeah, we always rent a trailer. And, you know, it ends up being not cheap. But it's still, it's fun to do. Kristen's parents go. And so, you know, it's fun to go with them. Take the dogs. Yeah, we took the dogs. And, you know, as, as they get older, too, the more that we can do. And and I, I, I laid a bed... <laughs> Funny. Um, no, I put to bed my expectations of our kids being put to bed at any decent or regular time. While you're camping. While we're there. And it's just, we just live into it. And, you know, they don't go to bed before 30, 10 o'clock any night. Um, and, you know, on Wednesday, we went to Animal Kingdom. Which we don't normally do. We don't normally go to a park. But we got back. We spent twelve hour over twelve hours there. We got back, had dinner, and then the kids were like, "Can we go to the pool?" <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I guess so. How do you still yeah, better Yeah, I be. like I guess <laughs> so. Whatever. Have a s'more. Go jump yeah. in the pool. So we went to the pool until like nine thirty and came back. And you know, we they they have comfort stations which are like their restroom areas, and you know, we go in there and I'm having to take a shower with an eight year old and a soon to be five year old. And just very different experiences oh, yeah. between Luke and Caleb. Mm-hmm. Caleb's very matter of fact. Like I'm gonna get in here. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna get washed. And Luke is just singing at the top of his lungs, Hakuna Matata, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. I mean, like, and it's just reverberating. He oh, loves the echo. That's good. And is just yell, screaming, singing. That's and, good. Yeah. Oh my God, it's my uh,
0: kids. Justin, favorite summer vacation ever. What, what was it? Favorite summer trip. Um.
2: Probably when uh, my family and I went to Cozumel, Mexico. What we took a, we took sh- a hey, hey switch
1: to your shot. Oh you- hey, this yeah. is me. There it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at
2: that handsome. Mug. <laughs> no, you it's my Cozumel? hair. <laughs> I am not. No,
0: I know <laughs> you, you went to
1: Cozumel.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. So it was um, just a bunch of family. We all got together and we went on a cruise, which was my second cruise that I'd been on, but really my first one that I remember. Sure. My first one, I was probably like, the first one or you something. just trashed, you
0: like. were just hammered.
1: Honestly,
2: <laughs> hammered. <laughs> the first one, from what I hear, it was like, oh gosh, it was a bad cruise. <laughs> oh, it okay. was really bad. My, I was talking with my mom not long ago, and went like, deep. where like about the cruise, and she said, yeah, like, um, a few years ago, they uh, they sunk the ship, Whoa. apparently. <laughs> And, um, with but like on, on purpose it? because they were done with it. Oh. It's the
0: one in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that one that ran across? The <laughs> the yeah, ah, it. they
2: just of yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, they sunk it, and, um, she didn't seem, uh, she seemed kind of happy about it. She seemed pretty happy it's about pretty it. It's easy to sink
1: ships. Well, it. It takes I, a while. I, but, like, just as the point of, like, ah, we're done.
0: Later. See, ya. yeah. I mean, <laughs> where else are you gonna put it? I don't know. I don't it's know. A, that's a big, just yeah. waste yeah. of resources. Wait, so
1: you have you have two things to share? One I know, one I don't know.
0: Do we have time for this? Yes. Okay. There, I have a shocking revelation for all, all the weekday. No, RV. share
1: the first thing and then your shocking revelation. I don't remember what the first thing was. What happened for you this past weekend? You- oh, <laughs> my eldest graduated. Yeah, hey. uh, and it was
0: dope. And I have a long story about it. And I was cold and miserable and rainy and it was great, and it was tiring, and we don't have time for that story. Right. We'll save that story. Uh, but congratulations, Austin. I know. I love you. Uh, congrats. Uh, now the hard part, he goes to college in 10 days.
1: Hard part for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not for him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to love it.
0: Uh, yeah, and he's he's going he's gonna to think it's great. But the hard part for both of us, Jenna and I, you know her. Uh, I am aware. Uh now we have to fly away a little birdie. Yeah. Um He's
1: gonna be great. He's
0: gonna do awesome. He's second an awesome young man. Second thing is, and we'll we'll move on to our topic du jour, but the shocking revelation yeah. for those of us that have for those of you that have followed the weekday for a while, you know that Mike and I have a natural proclivity away from fruit. Okay. To- today <coughs> I boldly declared as I walked into the studio, I have finally found an apple that I like. Okay. It was the most delicious apple I've ever eaten.
1: Was it say a red delicious?
0: A Honeycrisp apple. Oh, yeah,
1: Honeycrisp apples are dope.
0: I don't like You like, like fruit. them too?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like apples.
0: I don't like fruit.
1: How about them apples? <laughs> I got a number. <laughs> <laughs> How about them apples?
0: No, I don't like fruit. I've been trying to have a banana a day because I know they're healthy, but like, I can't stand it. I just, I choke it down. And just,
1: we need to cut in the video of Ron Swanson, like putting a banana in like a hamburger to eat <laughs> yeah. it. And yeah. just that face. <laughs> is uh-huh. doing
0: uh, so that's me. Yeah. And I've remarked this, like I, uh, bananas have like a one day period where they're good. Everything yeah. else is gross. But, uh, but yeah, I I on a whim I bought a Honeycrisp apple at Publix today, and I chopped it up, and I brought I walked in here and I was like, you know what, guys, this is a delicious apple. No, honey, it's refreshing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of tangy, but yeah, it's but like, it's not too much. Yeah, but it's not it's not overly. It's right. not like a gala. It's yep. not overly ripe. It was delicious, and then Justin proceeded mm. to like hate well, on it. Well, no, hate on no. I no, gave no, no, no. you a slice out of All the goodness of, those of my things, heart. No, I loved it. So
2: here's here's the thing, because you offered me you offered me one. And so I took it because I'm like, okay, this is an apple that you like. What is different about this? So I took it. You're right. It was delicious. It was sweet. It was a little bit tangy, but it was also just an apple. Like, it. It that you is pretty much Justin, the taste of every apple. You just like apples. You, you, you have just to like understand, apples.
0: I have not had an apple since 1974. So, <laughs> so now you can... I.
2: I'm so convinced that if you were to go to Publix and pick up any apple
0: after trying that one you will like it False. because it tastes False. so no, similar that's, that's to not that true, one I, I did ha- I had a Gala apple a couple weeks ago and it was awful
1: well, sometimes no. apples sometimes apples can get like mealy. It was like I brown. I don't, I don't like intent. that. Yeah, well, was,
0: yeah, you don't wait for it to get brown. No, I mean it was it was <laughs> it was not brown. It was not brown in color. It just felt like it tasted brown. Like it just tasted like it's, no. D- it
1: was it was brown in implication. Yeah, it, it was, was it, it wasn't.
0: It was brown at heart. Yeah, <laughs>
1: brown
0: I don't like in how its spirit. I don't, I
2: don't like how in this conversation I'm outnumbered because I feel like in any other room I'm not going to be outnumbered here.
1: Well, it, neither no, of you, you like fruit. Okay, <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, I like apples. I, the Apples are, are up there. And, and wow. a good apple is worth celebrating. And that's what this happened. I'm 100% on board with this. And it
0: was big? Yeah. It it had a
1: firmness to it? I'm fine with it. Like, that's because, because, and I think it means more, Justin, uh, because (laughs) we don't like fruit. I think that, you know, this is, it's the critique of critiques, you know? Yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, Hot Takeover. We'll be right back. Uh, We're going to talk about some awesome things, so stick around. We'll see you in a minute.
1: Hey everyone, thanks so much for being a part of the weekday I just want to let you know that Bay Hope Worship is releasing new content new songs all the time uh, Make sure to go head over to our, our YouTube our Instagram or our Spotify account The links are down below in the description and uh, check them out
0: I just realized as I was looking down at our monitor, by the way, welcome back uh, I just realized as I was looking at we're both wearing black Thanks Nice. again, but also my hat we have to do we need to get an underlighting or something just call it the Andy light, and we'll figure it out, but I look like an international man of mystery with my hat down low like this, like you can't see my eyes I look like I'm playing poker are
1: you oh are we not is that not what we're doing
0: not right now oh, okay. that's later um but this is like the poker table with the camera and you slide the thing over <laughs> the Remember member world Series of poker I do I used to i, love I was that I game.
1: was into it for a while yeah it was and then I it got real traction. I never played it nor I played it i I just like money too much. To, Your own money, yes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, To want to give it away so willingly, to maybe never win anything. Sure. Yeah.
0: Mm. Sure. Yeah. I played it with friends, but like we never. I never got
1: a tough. It's a tough, tough. Tough time.
0: Totally. Um. All right. So today. Uh. Also, real quick before we get into the topic, want to give a shout Another out. Another thing. Well, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to Eileen and Doug Phil, uh, Phillips. We are so thankful for you guys watching. Doug is in the hospital. Hopefully Doug's out of the hospital right now. But uh, Doug, thank you. Eileen, thank you. Been praying for you guys. Thanks so much for being faithful weekday Army members. Okay. Nice. On with the program. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking in a roundabout fashion about how the church should respond to certain things, how the church should respond to sociopolitical issues, how the church should respond to social media. And we were going to kind of follow up with the social media talk, but then Mike was actually having a conversation with one of his friends earlier, what, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it actually spurred on another topic that kind of comes hot on the heels of social media. And we're titling this episode, Why Are Influencers Bad? Um, And there's two sides to that. Influencers aren't necessarily bad and all that. But where this actually comes from is that when you think of influencer culture, you think of young mid 20 good looking people sure. that could be seen as just wasting their life wasting their time <laughs> seriously sure. um it's not true i mean a lot of them we we are uh well acquainted with one that actually is like from this church she works her absolute tail off uh she but she gets to fly all over the world and do all those fun things but where the topic then ended up as mike and i were talking about it was there is like almost a fear from leaders older leaders of younger leaders, people that are well acquainted with the influencer culture, people that are not used to young people. We have, Mike called it an epidemic, uh, what what did you call it? Crisis. A crisis of older leadership. Just a crisis of leadership in general. A crisis Mm -hmm. of leadership. And where our conversation was, and we wanted to bring it to the podcast and kind of have this today, was that if you look at leaders, by and large, they're older. Mm -hmm. And in today's day and age, much older. Sure. And I don't know why that is. And so we're going to solve all the world's problems today. Right now. On the weekday. Um, But you brought up a very good point about presence, if you want to bring that point up to kind of kick this discussion off. Well,
1: I just, I was, there's been talk about recently, if you follow any sort of leadership podcasts or, and and I know that Kerry Newhoff, who does like church leadership stuff, Mm Had a season where he was talking about this a lot in just like succession plans yep. for churches because yep. most of most churches right now there seems to be like kind of a gap like I, I guess there is a lot of like bigger churches with older pastors mm-hmm. who are getting close to retirement mm-hmm. you know um, and so you know talking about succession and all that kind of stuff but then I just I threw out this this thing this idea of why it, so the, the highest leadership position right now in our country is what the president of the United president. States president. Uh, our past two presidents have both been in their 70s, with our current president being the oldest president of all time. He's 79 right now, 78. Mm. Sure, sure. Mm. If he, if he, let's say he gets elected for the next term, he will be in his mid 80s mm. by the time that he is done. I'm not here to argue whether or not that is like Yeah, he's seventy-nine. Okay. I'm not here to argue about their merits as political figures nope. so much as where, where is our young leadership or like middle aged leadership to young leadership. Um and, and I there's this there's this gap that feels really overwhelming. Um To where like the people who have some leadership abilities seem to want to, who are younger, seem to want to gravitate towards a platform Hmm. as opposed to like a mission.
0: Well, that's the influencer culture.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, like these, the older people in leadership seem to only still be doing that because it almost feels like they're, I'm not saying I'm generalizing so so much right now, but is are they still in leadership or still in power because they're afraid to let go of that hmm. you know like i i there's there's some sort of there's there's some gap that's happening, and I think a lot of it is being influenced pun half intended by sort of our influencer culture sure
0: go ahead uh, I was I cut you off there a few if you were gonna no keep no talking. keep going um so I have been reading a book in my morning devotional. It's called "The Other Half of Church," and it's about. So it's not about the topic that we're talking about, but it will. You'll you'll see what it is. So the 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 thought is is that humans, God designed our the right brain and the left brain. The left brain is very logical. Very, um, uh, it's the seat of where emotion ends. It's kind of your uh processing center it's all this other stuff traditionally right brain and left brain people like right brain is more creative and fun and all that and left brain are like mathematicians and stuff and there's there's some semblance to that but the right brain actually if anytime you you process any information it enters your right brain first and that's where your emotions lie that's where joy sits that's where you know all of those other things and then it processes through the right side of your brain from back to front and then from front to back. It's a real cool process. And I don't know how they figured it out, but they did, and there's science behind it. But most churches nowadays are left brain churches. Mm. It's all about learning. It's all about process. Yeah. It's all about your discipleship looks like this. It's all about this, that, and the other. And there's not a lot of
1: which isn't inherently it's bad. It's not a bad thing. Yeah.
0: But it's the it's it's the it's missing one key ingredient. And that key ingredient is joy. Mm. Your churches and by and large most organizations are missing joy. And I'm I'll get to my example with Apple in a second. But churches, what what we are what think about what a church service is. You come in, you sing a couple songs, which are usually contemplative in nature, or, you know, we're responding. And so there's like this, there's not really a whole lot of joy. It's I'm just following what the person up in front of me is doing. Sure. Then you sit and somebody comes and talks to you for 20 to 40 minutes, and that is all left brain. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of right brain action happening there. Um, That's not community or anything like that. And then you leave church and you're done. That person that stands up on that stage is usually anywhere from 30 to 70 years old, right? Mostly left brain stuff. Cool, again, not inherently a bad thing. But when we start to look at what we, and I'm gonna call us younger people, because we are younger than those pastors, one of the things that has infected our churches mm. has been narcissism, and sure. not clinical narcissism. I mean, that's a big thing, right. but it's the older leaders mm-hmm. that we see standing up on a platform yeah. that have made the mission all about themselves. Sure. So the mission now has turned into the platform. Mm-hmm. And so younger leaders, through their left brain, when everything comes back out, it comes back out from the back of your left brain all the way out. Yeah. And so in, their, in the back of their left brain, they're going Okay, well, I'm, I have to make the platform the mission, right? which is, again, influencers. And so we're missing the joy mm. of all of that yeah. because we're just exiting what we have learned. So where does all that happen? One of the reasons or where where was I going with Apple? One of the reasons that Apple sold so many iPods, the product itself was revolutionary. Sure. But there were other MP3 players out there. Yeah.
1: I had players. one.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I I had a Zune. Yeah, I also had an iPod. Because I had
1: some Toshiba something.
0: Sure. Yeah, they were better. Than Held the iPod. way more,
1: way more, and yeah. it was easier to get songs uh-huh. on and on. And a lot. I of could of use it, it as an external better. hard drive. You could do a whole yeah. lot
0: more with it. The reason Apple sold so many of those gosh darn iPods was the commercials. Mm. Those commercials. If you think about an iPod commercial, yeah. flashy people dancing with silhouettes and colors, big loud sound, yeah. All that other stuff immediately hitting the joy portion did you didn't have to think about right. logic because they knew that everything was filtering through joy Sure. so this is a big long way of saying we as younger people ha- are missing the big loud flashy colors and instead all we're finding from older people in leadership is now very process driven very methodical everything's about learning and so that's pushing a lot of younger people away because younger people have been raised to know that we're missing something. We're missing that joy portion. We're missing that initial hit in our right brain. We're talking a lot here. I apologize.
1: No, it's all all really good.
0: my, My last little point on this is that as you get older, the right side of your brain diminishes. Yeah. And you can find that. Now, that's through fatigue. That's through caffeine. That's through all sorts. That's through having kids. That's through life. But that's also just... Yeah, life in general. Exactly. But it's also a physiological response to all of the external Mm. stimuli that has been happening around you. So if you continually fill yourself with social media if you continually fill yourself with things that are trying to stimulate you and you're yeah. trying to hit that joy portion of your brain because it's like it's like a craving because you know you're missing it but right. you don't know what it actually is that eventually wears away and you turn into a completely left brain person which is what you find with a lot of our leaders sure they are completely left brain people speaking to other left brain people and that's it yeah and so now we have this crisis of leadership where like who do we follow as a younger person? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to follow? I'm going to follow the thing that triggers me. Right. I'm going to follow that influencer that I see in social media. I'm yeah. going to go buy that car or that pair of shoes. I'll stop talking.
1: No, I mean, I think that that's all... I Obviously, I think this is a larger issue than whether or not influencers on social media are bad or, or leaders are old or whatever. Um, I do think that all plays into it, you know, this, I hadn't even thought, we hadn't even talked about this yesterday when we were talking about how are we processing our environment, Yeah, you know? Um, and you know, the, the things like our phones, social media platforms are designed to be able to seemingly engage the right side of our brain, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's colorful, it's bright, but when you when you start to dig deep into what it actually is, I mean, it's literally just hijacking. Yeah, endorphins. Y- yeah, your dopamine and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, making you a slave to this. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. I'm not fe- at that point. It almost it turns into like a left brain thing. Like I'm not feeling any joy. when I-
0: right. Well, it, and it's a, it's the. It is a. It's the addictive response to, and we're going down a completely. Different yeah, this path is a different those, tangent. But that's, that, fine. But that's fine. That's it, fine. It's a. We'll this bring is, it back. Yeah, this is. It's a completely addictive response to everything that's happening in your right brain. Yeah. where It's drugs at that point, and right. it's. It's. Like, I need more of this. I need more of this, and this is not an unknown quantity. I mean, if you watch the social experiment, experiment like you know that this exists, and we all innately know this. Okay, so let's pull it back into leadership. Then. Yeah. What's one of the reasons that? Church leaders in particular, older church leaders, yeah. cannot seem to let go of their power structure yeah. or do not have a succession plan. I posit that it's because they grew up without these things, mm. and so that right, that physiological portion of their right brain has already learned to cope without sure. colors and lights and sound and TikTok and you know five different apps happening at once. They've right. already learned how to cope with that, and so they look at that and they go, you're a zombie. Yeah. You are stupid. Right. There's no way I'm giving over my business my church my country my car dealership
1: whatever to you
0: young mm-hmm. person that's 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 just a theory i don't know if that's actually true right. or not
1: i mean i think that's part of it you know I, and every generation thinks the generation below them is potentially worse or potentially uh, not as smart not as intelligent as the generation that they are in but i do think you know something to you know piggybacking off of that a lot of the leaders we see are essentially baby in the baby boomer generation, mm-hmm. which was the largest this is a good point you brought up yesterday. Which yes. which was the largest generation until we hit the millennial generation, mm-hmm. which is you and I, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think we're later, or I guess, earlier millennials. We're later millennials,
0: technically. Well, okay, it, it's. Earlier born, right? Late, I don't know. Yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're we're we towards the beginning of the millennial, millennial stage. Yeah, yes. uh huh. And like Justin would be towards the end of that. Right. Yeah. Um. And so you know, like there's but th- there's a giant gap in the middle there mm-hmm. between baby boomers and between you know uh, millennial generation. And yeah, I think for our church, for where we are at as Bay Hope, I think. Pastor Matthew, a lot of our leadership... I mean, you look at our executive leadership or whatever, it's Pastor Matthew, and then you have, like, three other people in their 30s. Matthew's not a boomer.
0: He's, like, Gen No, he Z. is. No,
1: Gen X. It, no, he's a boomer. He would is be, he? yeah, like, tail end of that. Okay, um, very, at the
0: very end of it, then.
1: Sure. Uh, but, you know, like, surra- most three-quarters of the executive leadership team are in their 30s. Right,
0: millennials.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, like... I'm not necessarily saying that that's a problem here, even though we do, we are sort of defining what's kind of happening here, uh, but not really. Um, I think there are, are people of the boomer generation who have built platforms. Mm. Um, and so this is kind of what I was saying beforehand. Like when you're, when, then you said it too, when your mission becomes your platform as opposed to that platform. Um, informing the mission. Yes, yes, becoming a way a vehicle for your mission. Uh, that's when we start to see some problems, and I think you know there's a lot of people who, when you build a platform, even if it starts at, at like a in a good way, you have a really hard time letting go of mm. that. And um, you know, I I have in a sort of like a microcosm of all of this stuff. I feel like I'm still here at Bay Hope Church. Because about five years ago, Zach sat me down and said, "You need to like pass it on. You need you need to like you need to share the platform. You need to stop singing so much. You need to stop leading so much. And it's time for that. Your like your win doesn't need to involve you anymore. Your win needs to involve other people. That's good. And so that has given me like fresh a way to approach this job in like a very fresh way. Because if you look at it." You know, again, I'm a younger leader. I'm not a young leader by any stretch of the imagination anymore. But, you know, younger on the scale of kind of the things that we're talking about, definitely compared to the president of the United States. um, You're less than half his age. It was just funny. Real quick. I was listening to a comedian named Dustin Nickerson, and he he talked about this exact same thing. He said, uh, Joe Biden is older than microwaves. Um, and he said, not just like some microwaves, <laughs> he is older than the, the actual microwave itself. So <laughs> 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 he said, Whoa. he said, that dude is 78 years old at the time. He said, that's two 36 year olds. Or no, what is it? Um, is that right? No, that's eighty no. something. The way that he said it though was like was super super funny. Huh. Um, and he said he made a joke that like his dad is seventy. He goes, he said he said, "Congrats, Dad! Only eight more years till you could be president." You know, like oh. crazy. So, but like that the the anyways,
0: not political commentary. No 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 no, 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 no.
1: This is it's Just it's, it's old, yeah, you know. It's like funny. it's old to be the 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 biggest leader. Um, but anyways, I, I think that uh being able to understand and grasp, even whether it's in a microcosm or whether it's in, in a large a macro or a micro sense, being able to raise up other leaders is life giving and is generative. And if you want to see what you have built continue on it needs to be continued on in other people. Hmm. Uh, And you can't, you don't need to, you can't view those people as like customers or clients, you know, like you have to endow your leadership ability to other people. You have to let go. Uh, And we see that in, in what Christ has done for us, what Jesus has done for us, what God did from the very beginning and said like, Hey, I built all this. I made this. I'm going to be with you, but, like, here are the keys to the kingdom. We do this together. Hmm. That's the God of the universe. Like, and still to this day, there are so many things that happen that it would be so much easier for God to just be like, "Can can you just take away some of our power, please? Like, just pull the strings a little bit more. That would be wonderful. Cause the world would be a much better place. But like it goes against the very nature of his love and the freedom because there's so much freedom in giving people the ability to lead. Yeah. Um, and it's, I am I think we're exaggerating and being a little hyperbolic and saying it's, you know, we're not seeing a crisis of leadership and all that kind of stuff, but I you you do see, I mean if you zoom out a good bit, there is a gap between the people who were successful 25 30 years ago and the people who are successful now. Yep. And there's there's not a whole lot of like that Venn diagram thing. Like yep. why can't we all lead together, you mm-hmm. know? Why does it, it have to be like in, we were talking about, like building an empire, building a kingdom, and instead of using that kingdom to empower other people, you use that kingdom and fortify it, and fortify your position even more, and you defend your position. and And I think young people, you know, in in the sort of the influencer culture, have seen that, be like, screw it, I'm just gonna do what I want to do now, yep. and I'm not gonna follow these paths. Which in some way is really cool, you know, to think. You know, like that the girl you were talking about. Like to be able to make a living doing this incredible thing that didn't exist ten years ago yeah. um, is super cool. Yeah. Like that's there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Um, but what if some of these charismatic individuals were able to catch wind of a mission or a purpose, something, and like actually, I don't know. I just, I feel like we're going to be in the same cycle, and and humans have been always, but like you build your kingdom, you defend it, you fortify it, as opposed to like make it life giving and generative.
0: I could bring up the story of David and Solomon right now. I don't think it's going to be necessarily applicable. Sure. Because, you know, King David, we've talked about how maybe not so great of a person King David was, and how not so great of a person his son was. At least the
1: last, the last like half of David's life is completely in shambles.
0: Yeah, because of his own stuff Johnson, yeah. Uh but the one thing that was the one shining example that was the way he passed on leadership to his son of the kingdom while he was still alive. He passed sure. on leadership. There was a whole lot of other reasons for that. But, well, but there was yeah, there, there was <laughs> there was some things and some props Your mileage
1: stuff. may vary. Yeah,
0: yeah, We can talk about that.
1: Justin But you're but you're right. He didn't wait to be assassinated. Nope. He didn't wait to die. He was he got old and well sure. But like there is there is there's an eventuality to these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I think having older leaders is not the problem. That's not what I'm saying. I absolutely love that there are people involved in our organization, including Pastor Matthew, who are, you know, of like the boomer generation or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, 10, 15, 20 years older, 30 years older than I am, but have wisdom. I mean, Pastor Matthew has been doing, has been a pastor or in like some sort of full-time vocational ministry for as long as I've been alive. And you begin to see, I've been here for seven years, seven and a half years. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. And then I look at that guy and it's like, he has been doing it five times longer than I've been here. And
0: anytime there's a situation, he goes, it's okay.
1: Yeah. Like he literally
0: would just be like, there's a peace
1: and there's a calmness. And you know, like he, that's really cool. And to be able to tap into that as a younger leader. Yeah. And for like Steven, who's in his 20s, to be able to tap into that. And that's that's the kind of life-giving, generative things that needs to happen as opposed to, I'll let you lead, but on my terms... Uh, I'll
0: give uh, you enough rub to hang yourself. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I just, I don't think that that's the best way to do things.
0: Justin, we have completely neglected to come to your camera and we apologize. Uh, <laughs> Justin has, Justin neglected <laughs> to Every go to his camera while, too. Just, so. Yeah, well, to <laughs> um, <I'm special laughs> mine. <laughs> so, just looking no, at me No, I was
2: listening and what... um. Mike, what you just said at the very end there is actually something that I was going to touch on where when you said that the issue isn't um, older leaders necessarily. And um, the reason why I wanted to touch on that is because I just kind of wanted to emphasize that. How, yeah, like um, the issue isn't older leaders. It's um, what, like Andy, what you were saying at the very beginning about how, um, you know, some leaders over time they can abandon the right side of their brain into where they're only working with the left side um, I feel like that's the issue is when people do that and I feel like that's a process that can take time and if somebody is starting to abandon their right side of their brain since that is a process that takes time it that's probably why the people that do that are probably you know a little bit later on in life sure so yeah. that doesn't mean that all older leaders do that, though, obviously. I mean, because like you said, I mean, you were just like, um, you know, there's great older leaders that haven't done that. And I feel like with younger leaders, there's, you know, they have their own set of problems. And Mm -hmm. um, there are younger leaders who probably have abandoned their right side of their brain a little bit too early in life or even abandoned their left side of their brain where, like you said, there needs to be that balance. So there's, I feel like, no matter older or younger, there's still those issues no matter where you are in life. Mm-hmm. It's just a different grouping of issues. That's good. But yeah, that's um, that's why I liked when you emphasized that, Mike, where yeah. yeah, it's not older leaders in general that are the problem, but right. um, that, what you were describing, I feel like does happen more often with yeah. older leaders.
1: Well, and, and there's something about too... You know, like the the willingness for people to tear down each other, hmm. and like to jump into a leadership role holds high accountability, and
0: there are a lot of people that do not have any of that accountability. Yeah, around.
1: and and I think you know, and again, like to bring it back to the American political system as a. Uh, source of like as as a as a picture of what i'm talking about <clears throat> again you have how i i i feel like it's you have pretty much people in their like 50s and above and then like a handful of people who might be under 40 and it's just it's an underrepresented and I, maybe it's always been like that i don't know but it feels like we the the more the older that i've gotten so have the people in congress <laughs> As opposed to you know becoming more time's like a f- times a flat circle. Well, no, I know, but like I I'm becoming more of the age of like someone who yeah. if they're going to be in politics as like a career or whatever, I would be represented in that, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem that way, you know. Um, How's that feel? Does that you feel like you're I mean, to- I don't really care. Okay. I just um, are you are you declaring your candidacy right now?
0: <laughs> I am not. Oh, no. I'd vote. For um,
1: you. So I don't know. I. I just I think it's fascinating that I I think to
0: to kind of start to put a bow on this the the disclaimer we would have to give is that we're not against older leaders we're not against younger leaders we are against the siloing off of one leadership age group from another age, leadership age group I mean obviously you can go to the book of Titus you can go to a whole lot of New Testament stuff where Paul is basically telling Timothy and Titus younger apostles mm, yeah. around him or younger Mark. disciples, yeah, same mm-hmm. thing, like, hey, remember, treat your elders with respect, but also elders treat the younger ones with respect. Yeah. So there's a biblical precedent for that. Well, why would that be? That's because there's, you know, people that don't believe in the Bible are going to go, well, they only live to they're 50 anyway. Right. Uh, and yes, there, there is some... <laughs> to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, it was 60 or 70, but yeah. like, yes, the, you, we have a 20-year longer lifespan than they had in the Bible. That's fine. So there is that, but also, you you gain wisdom and perspective, just like you were talking about with Pastor Matthew. That dude's got perspective on a lot. Like, let's talk about the Methodist stuff that's happening right now. Yeah. Let's talk about stuff that's happening in the church proper. You know, he's got a perspective of thirty years of ministry where he can go, like, hey, it's it's fine. Yeah, like, it, it might get worse. It's not going to be that right. bad. Jesus is this Jesus sure. still on the throne? So there's that aspect of, of it. But the crisis part comes in when how do we Respond to that, and mm-hmm. how do we speak into that? And you watching or listening, how do you respond to your boss, your teacher, your co worker, your friend, your person who is talking down to you or talking up to you, and you know that type of thing? And then, if you are a leader, how do you examine your motives? Are you being narcissistic? Are you trying to turn your uh mission into a platform? Are you doing those things like that? These are the questions we need to ask ourselves, and these are the questions that keep leaders. Uh, leading yeah. and and hold them to a higher standard. Right. Sorry I cut you off.
1: No, that's fine. I I think that it's a it's an interesting topic and you know, it'll be it's it's hard to like I f- still feel like I'm 14 years old. You're not. I know. Spoiler. Um which is funny to think about cuz I'm I'm 35 with three kids. Like is this how our parents felt? You know, like Dude
0: I okay, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Like I had that same thought and I we were at a school assembly in the week of assemblies that we had a couple of weeks ago. And I leaned over to Jenna and I said, "Why do all these dads look old?" Yeah. Cuz all the dads looked ancient. Yeah. I'm 38. Like right. all these dads look like 50 and 60. Like to me that's ancient. I know it's not super ancient. And then in my head I'm going, "Do I
1: look that old?" Uh-huh. Yeah. Do I, <laughs> uh, do I look that old to all these kids too. Yeah. Uh but I I think that there is there's an element to not just waiting for an older leader to like give you something mm. um i also think at some point it's our turn to step forward yeah and Good. and i think that there's so yes like we have a crisis and it feels like there's some older people Older generation, whatever who are who have built a kingdom and want to hold on to it, whether because it gives them, you know, makes them feel relevant, whether it makes them feel significant, feels like their life is worth something, or I don't know. I'm sure there's some a lot of deep psychoanalytical things that we could do with that.
0: Counseling available
1: later, right? <laughs> uh, however, sometimes you, if if you are a leader and you feel compelled and you feel called to something, um, sometimes. It, it just might be your time. It, it's your turn to step up. Hmm. And I think we all come to a moment like that. I've been talking with my wife, Kristen, who, you know, yes. Well acquainted. Yeah. And she, you know, for the longest time, like she, she volunteers. I mean, she does so much that is incredible, but we had this, like we were talking about kids ministry and, and all that kind of stuff. And she just said like, maybe I should volunteer in kids ministry. Hmm. And because like she's like, I don't, I can't say anything, even though my kids are in it. Like I'm not in it with it, with them. Yeah. So like she looked around and said, like, no one asked me, but like, it's my turn now. It's my turn to do this. Hmm. And so she signed up for kids ministry. She's in the nursery. She's now actively recruiting people to be in the nursery in, in on VBS or whatever. Like she... Not that I don't mean this in a negative way at all, because and we've had several conversations about this. But sometimes people come to, especially like larger churches, are involved in in things that are like feel like they're bigger than themselves, but really that's been built by other peop, just normal people, you know, who have said the same thing that Kristen said to herself and was like, yeah, maybe it's you know, turn. I I think I'm I've consumed enough. Now it's my turn to contribute. Yep. and. Uh, and in her way, like she is very much a a leader in in the nursery now, you know, as she recruits volunteers, <laughs> you know, and doing her thing. So I think it's I think it's a it's a both and kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Kristen,
0: thank you for helping. We appreciate it. And everybody else that's volunteering at the church, thank you for helping. We're gonna wrap up uh here after this ramble tastic episode that we've had. Uh we've kind of hit all the bases and then we went to left field and I think we jumped over the center field fence and then Now we're running back home I think it feels Uh, great I'm exhausted I. (laughs) fun, Justin Mike, thanks for being here Whoa,
1: it was Yeah, thanks for recording an episode without me, man It's fine It's fine
0: Justin, thanks for being here Hey It's fine Thank you for letting me Absolutely Austin, thanks for being here
1: Okay, alright, wrap it up Jesus, thanks for being here Okay okay. Uh, (laughs) We love you all
0: Remember to like, share, subscribe Do all the things with this video We love you, Weekday Army We'll see you next time Bye Bye